This episode of Earl Grey is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 150,000 titles for iPhone, iPad, and iPod, Android, Kindle, Windows Phone, plus Mac or PC. To get a free audiobook of your choice, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm. Hey everyone, I'm Rod Roddenberry, and you're listening to Trek FM. T. Earl Grey, hot. It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Philip Gilfus, sitting in the center chair this week. I'm joined by my co-host, noted cyberneticist, and assistant to Commander Maddox, Dr. Daniel Prue. Daniel, what new discoveries have you all been making? So, I, I know this isn't going to seem like a big deal, um, but on the bridge here, I've installed a switch in the captain's chair, little panel there, um, right next to the name of, of, of the people in front of Picard, so he doesn't forget. Uh, there's a button that can change the color of the lights of the red alert, so we can make a blue alert now. Okay, I, I see. That's a very blue shirt invention here. Yes. I'm sure we're totally going to use it all the... Just pressing the off button here and keeping <laughs> off the battery. Okay, and I'm also joined uh, here on the left by Counselor Darren Moser. Now, Darren, I understand you have a new book out on the psychology of the positronic brain. What What's that all about? Um, yes, my new brick with words is all about... Uh, just how there are billions and billions of calculations going on in a positronic brain, yet no Wi-Fi. That's about half the book. And then the other half is just a little something about artificial intelligence and, you know, gain control. You know, it's a, there's the word Skynet comes up and, you know, there's, there's you know, 20, it's really, there's a whole forward and an epilogue that has to do with, you know, the late 20th century and how they viewed uh, you know, artificial intelligence and, you know, I, for one, support our new robot overlords. Is this a chapter why Comcast sucks? <laughs> okay. Uh, would it be, would it be Lornet? Lornet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, as folks probably don't know, um, what we're doing here uh, this week is a sort of technology focus, which we've done time to time. Do you know we did a whole episode just on the saucer separation? And it was a good one. Um, but this episode is about... The emotion chip, specifically Mr. Data's emotion chip, or was it Data's? Um, <laughs> but I'm sort of going to sort of split this topic into a, into a sort of a linear discussion here. So we're going to talk about kind of BC before chip, um, and then we're kind of <laughs> going to talk about the introduction of the chip, which stayed the same way the entire time. No, Hash, you, it had a lot of character no growth. Continuity. Or uh. reverse growth. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, and then we'll just kind of go through the to the TV series and to the movies and everything else. Um, so we're just going to start right away. Um, uh, you know, we were introduced, obviously, to Lieutenant Commander Data in Encounter at Firepoint. Um, and for the first three seasons, you know, no emotion ship that we knew about. Exactly. How easily you do that, Daniel. <laughs> um and and so uh, I'll just since since Daniel did the magic word I'll start with him. You know we 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 had data. You know introduction. You know no emotions. Wants to be human. And you know up until brothers, which you know was a uh, uh, episode three 
season four, um, I believe. Um, you know, that, that was when the motion chip was first introduced. But before that, we didn't know anything about it. So what was kind of, you know, Daniel, what, what was your thoughts about da- uh, Data's struggle to have emotions? And did you think that it would actually ever be reached? Uh, um, that's a good question. Uh, I, I, I guess I never would have considered it uh, up to that point. I would have thought that maybe there would have been, you know, it's Star Trek and it's sci-fi and they find ways to do it. Uh, like what comes to mind is the Q episode where he almost, uh, I know, I know, the Q episode entitled Deja Q. Is that right? Yay, <laughs> I totally 10 points to Hufflepuff. <laughs> hey, I, I excuse you, sir. Slytherin, sorry. I know, I'm a Ravenclaw, officially sorted. Add a one in four chance of getting it right. I think Ravenclaw would probably know Q episodes, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, hey. And, and let's be fair. Uh, Ravenclaw are definitely the blue shirts of the Harry Potter universe. So, anyways, yes, yes um, they are. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like uh, that, my mind would go to that. Like I would think, oh, there are ways that they can kind of give him emotions. But uh, um, and then at the other end of the spectrum, I would have liked it to have happened uh, naturally, kind of like what we get a taste of in All Good Things. Uh, but that's probably jumping ahead a little bit. Um, beforehand, honestly, it's it's more interesting for Data as a character to explore hu- human emotions without having them, instead of like just bumbling through them and having forty two thousand at one time and can't control himself like that. There's no like meaningful exploration at that point. He just acts like an idiot and makes a puppet out of a tricorder. You know, again, I'm getting ahead of myself, but so I like. The concept of Data as a character is more interesting, I think, when he's struggling for something you know he'll never get, really. Uh, but he's really – he's kind of learning along the way. Right. Like like a sort of lessons um, <laughs> that yeah. – uh, um, But like uh, – Darren, what about you? Like I said, sort of the first three seasons of, of Data, um, you know, again, did you did – you, this whole quest to be human did you actually think like oh i bet you they'll solve it or just like well that's probably the character that's true i I don't think i ever felt like they needed to solve it it was just like spock was constantly you know suppressing his emotions i didn't feel like oh by the end of this you know we need to have him purge all emotion or the character will have not gone through an arc it's like no that doesn't that doesn't matter you know and one of the first scenes that it made me think of with data is is actually in season two where again Pulaski's fresh in the show and of course already making enemies for the <laughs> of the uh, viewers by not liking data and and like oh yes fraud. that's right fraud <laughs> <laughs> that's right you are a, a legitimate being I have to acknowledge you as he and he's just like smugly kind of gives her a a look but but it's interesting with data because. I think what we're we're really meaning is that he doesn't have emotions as far as that are affecting him internally, but, but he does portray emotion as far as like, I, I would say that even before the chip data has some emotional responses, they're very subdued, but you know, I I don't think it's possible for an actor to portray something and completely, you know, just the way people respond. You know, even if you were to be a completely monotone character, the words you choose to respond, I think, 
convey an emotional response. So data, even being an emotionless being, you know, contraction free and all, you know, he, which I, happened the entire time that was all, from day one, <laughs> never <laughs> lapsed. Uh, you know, that's soon's guarantee contraction free. It's soon's guarantee. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, the last thing I was just saying is that, uh, no, I think with data, is that the contraction clause in the contract, <laughs> I've got to get married. No, <laughs> <laughs> For the uh, Santa Claus fans of you, there. <laughs> but uh, but no, the last thing I was saying was just uh, no. It makes sense though that that data would have an emotional feel to his words because that's obviously you could program that, but it's an artificial construct. It's it's trying to make a robot, an android, feel human. But I think what we're I'm just trying to define what we're really meaning is when data gets his chip. Now it's directly impacting his program and it's, and it's not long. It's no longer just trying to be a facsimile of an emotional response, but an actual response, you know, if we're, if we're getting meta. Well, well, you know, that's an interesting concept too. And we kind of, unfortunately don't really get too much of a sense of this, but, why did Soon program him that way in the first place? Was there a was there a reason? I mean, was it like overreaction because of what Lore turned into, uh, kind of removing removing that element completely? But like you were saying, like Data is certainly not emotionless. Um, it, and whether you want to call what the the subtle kind of things that he expresses as. I don't know what you would call them, uh, a simulation or, or something yeah. like that. Like, but then, it, then you, then you that begs the question: Well, what's the difference? It's a pers- I mean, personality, the, right? Yeah, it's it's part of who he is. What's the difference between him, his initial programming, and then this additional chip? It just doesn't make it seem. You make it. maybe that's what he's doing yeah act as ye have faith and you shall have it basically um (laughs) but like but daniel to pick up your on your point because it was what i was actually thinking um this whole like well data is emotionless but but is he because and and i this may be me maybe attributing it to the wrong episode i want to say um ensigns of command i want to say is that episode two season three basically it's the one where data goes down to the planet um and he has to convince the people to move uh, because of the shellyak um, and I think, and I might be wrong, it, the line there is that, you know, he's explaining to um, the, the woman scientist, you know, that he doesn't have emotions, but he, but he says, I have the curiosity of humans. Mm. You know, that, that, that. so now, is curiosity an emotion? I, I don't know. I mean, yes, no, maybe, but like, so I, I'm almost wondering these things like, well, you know, the, the Bible of TNG, I'm sure, says uh, data has no emotions, but is that true? Did we see emotions as we know data? And it's it's tough too to say, right? Because not only is data being portrayed by a human, but he's being portrayed by a very uh, animate, a very uh, expressive yeah. human as well. So it's like it's hard sometimes to say. Well, are we projecting? Because Brent is so good yeah. at like showing a lot of emotion through really subtle We're means, and like anthropomorphizing just, data as yeah. more human. Are than- we or? Right, right. Is it is that true though, or is it like I mean, like look at something like uh, in theory, 
right? Like we we we've talked about how much we like that episode. At the end, when he has to erase his programming, that is like a cold, calculated robot android move. But you still f- sense and you feel emotion there. You feel like something has happened, and it ends with him with his cat. <laughs> um, which I mean, why does he have a cat again? And you know, again, that's a program. He like, oh, I I find that humans like the company of animals, so I'm going to have a, a pet program. But you know, both with with having a pet, I mean, and he certainly care. I mean, I, I, hand quotes. He cares about Spot, right? Because when he gives it to Worf, he says, you know, please take good care of her. Obviously, it's done for laughs. But but then also, and he also has a friendship, quote unquote, with Jordy. So are those emotions or is he faking being a friend and caring for you know what what are those things i I feel like we're starting to talk in circles like this is the princess bride and it's you know vicini and the you know battle of wits and it's like so (laughs) you've you've uh You've researched how to be human, so obviously I cannot choose the glass that is in front of you. But by searching emotion, you know that people have cats, so I therefore cannot choose the pad that is in front of me. But you know what's interesting with those examples is if you watch Generations with his emotional breakdowns, which we'll get into, I'm sure, but (laughs) uh, over both Data and Spot, maybe it's a byproduct of him... The, you know, the chip malfunctioning and all this, but like, it just, it's actually consistent with this character. It's consistent that he d- has cared about Jordy and about Spot this whole That's time. That's true. That doesn't change just because his emotion chip turns on. Right. Yeah. It, well, yeah. And it just kind of intensified, right? Possibly. Maybe that's what it is. I guess we, we don't know. We kind of just have to assume. Could or we guess. postulate then that Data is, has trouble expressing emotion without the chip, but he does have emotions before the chip he just doesn't express them like you said interesting he has, he has and the what imp- happened in his childhood so <laughs> well he, we know he didn't go to school uh based off of his uh, clay work um, and he liked to be naked all the time um <laughs> but what what do you guys think of that of of that he as far as the program running it it does have emotions he just can't express them well, if that's true I have trouble with that concept because Data often v- vocally expresses frustration with not being able to experience emotion. Like That's true. He always talks about how he's not getting it. Mm. So I, I feel like yeah. if he was aware that he was getting it even a little bit, that he would kind he of He would just kind it. of nonchalantly say, like, that really makes me upset. I can't. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. Well, I think one episode, and this is season one, folks, um, Data Lore, um is a it's, it's probably oh, I won't say it's the best, but probably like number two or number three for season one. Um, is it in your top lot. fifty? It's in my top fifty. <laughs> it's uh, yeah of all of Star Trek. Um, and, <laughs> and and so I would definitely there's a lot. Pa- I mean, you would think oh, it's Data, it's Lore, and yeah, it's Chris Lynette, but there's a lot packed in that for Data's backstory because this is the hey, here's Data's backstory episode. And so that whole thing of what we were you were talking about earlier of you know what was Lore, you know who has black of who seems to have emotions right, and comparing that to Data. And then also, I think it's mentioned. I mean, I, I'm like 80 percent sure it's mentioned data lore, but of course, it's expanded later in Silicon Avatar. That data has all the memories of all the colonists, and and not just memories, but logs. And so he has these people, you know, just as humans, making emotional statements and thoughts and memories. And so he's 
whatever and data's programming has processed those. And so, you know, it, it's there's a lot going on in that episode, I think, that kind of leads credence to what happens later with Data. Which, which is the episode with the old man who takes over Data's body? Oh, the schizoid man. man. Yeah. yeah. So what's with that, though? I mean, because remember, he, like, suppresses Data's consciousness, I guess. But then... But 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 then again, you can it, call me Grandpa. <laughs> but then you can basically say though that the positronic brain is capable of handling a full spectrum emotional person because that's he put himself in data. He wasn't like remote controlling him from you know his own body because it doesn't do Wi-Fi. We know that. Yeah, just. But let's but let's not forget in season five or whatever it was, we also get Data's body being taken over by a space ghost, not the space ghost. Oh yeah, but a, uh, a space ghost. So hi maybe there, we, everyone. <laughs> Data here. Brax. Sorry, Why is everyone taking over the space ghost? <laughs> we so awesome. Let's go to commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? I was actually uh, just thinking of the episode of was the most toys, and the decision ah. that Data makes at the end of that mm, episode. Very open ended ending there, <laughs> which is clearly <laughs> one of spite and anger and hatred, and the ambiguously, I suppose I should say. Um, but ambiguously that, made ending. Ambiguously made ending. <laughs> but that's a, also another. I mean, I guess we could probably do this all day and come up with examples of. Uh, of possibly emotional responses that data has to situations. Okay. Well, we, 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 and I'm sure we'll probably keep talking about this the whole episode here. Um, cause we're, we're going to struggle with is data emotional or emotional or whatever, but let's, let's just go ahead and do sort of the, the second of the emotion chip arrives as, in, you know, uh, in brothers, um, you know, uh, as, as I'm sure folks know, or if they don't, this is the episode where Dr. Soon, you know, turns on the homing beacon, um, and data, takes over the ship and is about us and uh you know and and is uh comes home and of course lore accidentally uh comes home as well and dr soon tells data that i have made this emotion chip and um and y'all may have seen it sooner than i have but it's not just an emotion chip because dr soon says it's not just emotions um and i forget what else he says is in there but but he says like there's a whole bunch of things that i always meant for you to have um and of course the episode ends with lore stealing the emotion chip um and sort of we're just left with what what's going to happen because Lord just disappears and sort of ends in a cliffhanger, if you will. Um, but would you all – and we'll talk about the scent here in a second as sort of that companion to that. But Well, then, Daniel, what did you think about Brothers and the introduction of the emotion chip? And, you know, this, is, this exists now. This whole thing that Data's been seeking, it exists now. And it looks like – Soon is just very bad at telling his sons apart. Just – yeah, yeah. It, I, what did it? Did it look like a little pip? Is that, am I remembering that right? The first appearance. It looked like a little Pac-Man. It was like a really thin disc that looked like Pac-Man. It did. It did. Okay. All right. But yeah, yeah. So Dan, or Daniel, what did you think about this emotion chip existing? It exists now, but now it's taken away. Um, it was fine for the episode. Um, I, I don't like the idea of the concept because, I, like I said, I think it's a shortcut. Um. To something that we would get naturally and organically later on. Um, like you are so fond of saying, like in generations, of its wish fulfillment. It's like, oh, what if, what if, what if? So um, 
But because Data never gets it in the episode, it's fine. It's fine as a plot it, it's device. It's as if, I mean, like, introducing this emotion chip and then taking it away, it's almost as if, like, that you would have an episode where, like, Geordi just walks into sick bay, and the doctor's like, hey, I can cure your <laughs> eyes, and then it's never mentioned again. <laughs> Ever I mean, again. That, that, would, that would be crazy. Yeah. Um, so it's fine as a plot device. Um, it's surprising to me, and, and very... When I was watching this episode the other day, it was very surprising to me, and I felt very reserved of the writers. That would seem like just the kind of story they would put just to fit, just to make one scene where they could make Data have emotions and like say something profound or say something that he maybe it was been repressing or whatever. There was we would learn something. Sasha, about Data I through. love you. Yeah, something. We would I'm learn almost picturing something. like uh, Maggie's first word in The Simpsons, you know. Oh, but I, yeah, exactly. But I guess maybe Brent was tired from playing 72 parts in that episode, <laughs> and uh, he just didn't want to do it. So, which, which I actually think it makes that episode better, honestly, because that just seems, like I said, like a shortcut. And it just makes lore go even lore crazier, and so that's fine. Um, it was honestly, it's it's really interesting in hindsight to, to think that this fairly innocuous uh episode has consequences into the movies um which it obviously does because of the emotion chip um that that's a really interesting thread from brothers to descent to generations um and first contact and uh it's just interesting that that's where they decided to go that's how they decided to do it and and i think um to, to when we talked about a little bit earlier about lore, because this, this episode kind of threads it out about you know what's the difference between data and lore, and why does data not have emotions and lore does, and the way Doctor Soon explains it at least is that you know like, like the emotion twisted and and became something evil, and and lore just you know and and he just turned lore off and started from scratch, and then that's where sort of you know I mean lore's a bad guy, don't get me wrong, but this is where they at least give him at least a, a, a scintilla of sympathy. With Lore saying, you turned me off. You didn't try to fix me. You gave it all to Data. Um, and so that's where you sort of have that contrast of where he becomes the evil twin, or I guess not really twins. He's the Model T of androids. Um, <laughs> but, Model but T 1000. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, like, you know, Darren, I mean, like, again, is it, but, I mean, comparing Lore and Data, we'll just do it that way. You know, what's the difference between those emotions? And is it that, that they, is emotionless compared to lore, or is it just a different personality? Like, is it personality or emotion, I guess? Well, it seems like when Soon is, like you said, you know, when he's upset by the path that lore takes. Because basically, just like all parents, you know, you, you, you know, you nurture your children and you instill values into them. And they have the ability to make good choices and bad choices. And then you just kind of need to let them go and they, you know, and they do what they may. But, you know, soon kind of cheated. And he's like, oh, I apparently I didn't guide you well enough with these emotions or, or be able to. I think soon put too much blame on the emotions. He's like, oh, that caused you to be bad. You know, I just didn't program you right. It's like, well, no, you programmed him fine. You just maybe the environment or the way you raised him, the culmination of his input, you know, just caused him to take that path. But because, you know, soon's all about this creation, he's like, Oh, I'm just going to, you know, start over and I'm going to 
but make it really i mean data is really limited if you think like that i mean uh, he could have given data emotions he could have made a lord two and just programmed him slightly different but he didn't he really limited and gave him almost a infantile you know curiosity and level of of development to try to prevent that mistake tried to keep him a child and and he would have he would have called him after (laughs) (laughs) uh but but so that just that's how i read it as you know a parent trying to you know control you know he is the well, let's see not a helicopter uh he's the runabout parent of the <laughs> 24th century he just can't you know he's just upset with the, the worker way, the, bee the choice the, the choices that lore has made and now he's because of that he's given data less he's he's an exocomp father <laughs> you, you know it was Listening to you talk there, I, because initially I was going to say I was well, I was going to do some level of armchair psychology and and diagnose lore with some form of you know mental issue, probably inappropriately. So it's a good thing I'm not going to do that. But you know, you know whether it's you know whatever because he, because he's 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 obviously has what, what, if he was a human, it's like serious issues. But what, like when you were talking about when Soon was creating them. I'm wondering, like, because we think, I think we think of Data as a complete character because we, we meet him and we're with him for his journey. But really, maybe Soong was just iterating and testing and like, here's lore, here's my first test. Well, this didn't work. Here's Data. And then maybe after six months when Data still couldn't figure out, you know, how to keep what, his how pants to whistle, on. <laughs> how, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like maybe he would have scrapped him and then done another Android. Well, apparently he did, Daniel. Apparently he did. <laughs> yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna stop making things that look like me. I I, <laughs> I got like eight eight of them. None of them really worked. I'm gonna try this girl I knew. Yeah. They. Uh, you know. That's one of the lines from the episode. Uh, he walks up. To, well, of course, it's Brent walking up to Brent, and he says. I always did love that face. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, this man is such an egomaniac. <laughs> well, you know, it, if I'm going to read a lot to it. Him, which is even weirder. Like, they're nose to nose, but they're not quite. It's the, star, <laughs> it's the Starfleet boots, and also when you get older, you, you know what. Um, but, you know, and this may be me reading too much into it. Is lore an accurate, well, not, I mean, an accurate, but is that because soon put too much into that? Like, lore is an is exaggerated lore more soon. Of soon. And data. Data might be more like his mother. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, literally, Data's a lot like his mother. I mean, <laughs> positronically speaking, but yeah. <laughs> They're very similar. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. But that's a good point. You know, what if he put too much of himself into lore? And again, those parts. I mean, we all, as parents, put ourselves into our children. And again, back to my thought on profiling soon that he's you know upset with that with the result and it's like well you you have no one to blame but yourself like literally you are the only one who built this like inside and out and yeah maybe that was too he was too much like soon but but maybe he didn't um little like Jurassic Park analogy kind of like you know in the fact that lore it's the word like he he just he took too many steps 
meaning soon Wait, learned... are you saying Lore has f- frog DNA? <laughs> <laughs> they had to fill the gap somehow, Philip, you know. But what I'm, no, what I'm saying is that soon, you know, his personality, you know, developed obviously over a lifetime and had events, you know, he's shaped by his life and his course. With Lore, though, I mean, obviously he used himself as a template in more ways than one to, to build Lore. So Lore is... But he didn't experience a lifetime of of choices. So, you know, yeah, it totally makes sense that he didn't honor or value the choices he was making and went down the negative path. Right, because, I mean, I'm soon, again, what little we know is we have to speculate. I mean, soon definitely seems like he has a healthy ego, you know, yeah. more than a healthy ego, which then that's lore, right? That That thirst for power and craziness or whatever an exaggerated sense but data doesn't have an ego um you know and and he he's like we said very childlike um and and since y'all said incomplete because dr soon does say or tell us data you know i i recognize i don't know if he actually says incomplete but he does tell data like i know you've struggled you know without emotions and and he's been soon has been spending this whole time theoretically um, trying to correct that mistake of data. And so is is data, is that what we're saying? Data was made incomplete. Was he released too early, Daniel? Was it because he they beta? said, <laughs> we want a model by December, and they're like, oh, there it is. Chris Fine Entity's coming. We got a deadline. I mean, we got to get, we got a lot, we got a ship. <laughs> was data ready for holiday sales? Well, it depends on what your de- definition of ready is. I mean, he shipped on time, but never put any clothes on. So... That, that that can be a problem. I mean, well, I mean to be. I mean, we don't. I mean, we know a little backstory, but like, you know, data was discovered. I mean, I forget like in data lore how they say was he on or was he just like, hey, we found this naked android with all these dead bodies. I think he you was know? laying on that pedestal, and and it was set that alter- when they walked up to him, he activated, <laughs> yeah. and then he yeah. imp- he imprinted oh, on the Starfleet people, and I mean literally because he didn't join Starfleet because they're the ones who saved him. He emulated his emancipators. Hi. Why Starfleet data? <laughs> you could have done anything. <laughs> thought you would have been a cyberneticist. Like I mean, I wasn't there at all to guide you, but I thought you would have egotistically Wait. fallen in my footsteps. Precisely. Are you saying, Darren, that data is the Alexander of androids? Oh, no. No, no he's not, not really, he's not really at all. I don't see where you're going with that at all, Philip. <laughs> Absent father figures, I'm just or parent figures to be gender neutral. Um, but all right, but you know, Darren, since since you are pulling us toward it so fast, like a slingshot effect, let's talk about descent. So you know, in in, uh, in Brothers, of course, you know, Laura has this emotion chip installed, and he starts having his facial tick again for some reason. He's like, I don't know what it's doing, but it's working. <laughs> um, and uh, so descent comes, and Data, you know ostensibly quote unquote feels his first emotion um and i'm I'm just gonna drag this along part one first um <laughs> angry data um is that and that's that's sort of the data we see the data that likes to kill stop it stop it stop it stop it no that's i don't know it's not much to say because that's just data being manipulated is data is Jordy your friend would you <laughs> kill Jordy? Is he in your top five friends on MySpace data? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, this is a long time ago, kids. Ask you. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, because, you know, so so that you know, a, you know, Laura is giving data emotions, I guess, right? I, you know, by Wi-Fi. Wait a minute, hold on, guys, hold on. Laura's Whoa. giving data emotions on Wi-Fi. Then he then he burned out his receiver, and that's why he never has it ever again. Yeah, he had a bad router, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, so so data theoretically gets emotions or, or feels emotions for the first time, and then of course. Um, plot, plot, plot. Uh, Laura is damaged um, through sibling side. I don't know what the word there is. Um, fratricide. I guess it's literally what the word is. Fraternity. Uh, fratricide. Um, and so you have the damaged emotion chip, which now looks like what? What's it look like now? It, we've gone from Pac-Man to something else now. It doesn't look like something. It, it looks like a Quaker Oat Squares cereal. Oh. Well, I thought that was uh, Generations. Oh, oh, that's Generations I'm thinking of. You're yeah. talking about yeah, in the thumb. It, I don't know. It, I think it's really tiny. Yeah, it, it? it kind of looks similar to the Pac-Man. I think it was just a little circle. I don't know. I was always creeped out when he peeled back his thumbnail. And everybody's like, oh. oh I hate that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah. So, by the way, how stupid of it, uh, like, how, how stupid is the concept that you have to press a button on your own robot body to activate something? Like why can't you just Because it's a separate system. It, you... If it had actually been in his system, it would have overpowered him. Well, th- well, theoretically, that is jury rigged from lore. Because he had to figure out how do I Wi-Fi data emotions. That's true. Like, basically, yeah. Now, because he, he had to give data the password, right? You know, obviously, pick up Wi-Fi. Um, so, what is uh, what is Laura's password? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Well, I think he used Data's password from Brothers, actually, so I don't think it was very <laughs> one, secure. One, one, zero, five. Because Laura was, was plugged in. It's Data that's going off the router. Laura's <laughs> off the modem directly, so. WAN oh, versus boy. LAN. <laughs> exactly. Oh, goodness. And so you have, it's sort of, I don't know, if, if you all saw Descent 2, but I mean, it's sort of a confusing ending, because it's like, Data's like, eh, it doesn't work. I'll blow it up. And Jordy's like, hold on. I can't let you do it. Like, it doesn't work. Why? Why are you so... <laughs> and he was only experiencing negative emotions. Yeah. Well, Daniel, a neg- emotion in itself isn't negative. <laughs> it's what you do with it. That... If only he had some sort of counselor to guide him through his new emotions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do like how the holodeck programs they had to go through, like... Um, well, it was all the ones like he went through. Like um, did, I, I subjected myself to erotic imagery. Um, I, but. So basically, you hit uh, Barclay's playlist number four. And- <laughs> exactly. What have I told you, Data, about uh, fraternizing with Barclay? Wait, here I found I found Data's password. So it's one seven three four six seven three two one four three six Charlie three two seven eight. Nine seven 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 six four three Tango seven three two Victor seven three one one seven eight 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 seven three two four seven six seven eight nine seven six four three seven six lock. I think we found the episode title. As <laughs> someone Ooh. pointed out, there's no fives in that. Oh, oh and I think it's also a voice print, so you have to say it in Patrick Stewart's voice. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 just kidding. No. So, I mean, so, you know, Daniel, with the Descent Part 2 ends with the broken emotion chip, that's my categorization. So did you think, like, well, that's it. We'll never see this again. Yeah, well, absolutely. It, it was kind of played itself out. Although, you know, the fact that Jordy does convince him to keep it 
might make you think that it would come back. It was just another writer smart enough not to get rid of it. They're like, obviously, we could use this again in a plot. Well, you know, it just it it just goes to show we've we've talked about how you know uh, more and and um, was it it was Braga right? More and Braga who wrote Generations and all good things. All good things at the same time, essentially, um, they banged out all good things in the weekend, and generations took forty-two months, and we know how th- those came out. Like, I don't know. At that point, they must have just been grasping for generations, which is weird because a, a movie in which you have Captain Kirk and Captain Picard would again seem to write itself. But anyways, uh, what, that was what really more of a side scene. That, I didn't really <laughs> like that drove the movie. Uh, they needed to transition from TOS to TNG, obviously. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, it, I thought it could have come back for another episode. I don't know. I didn't really think about it. I don't think I really cared about that element of it too much. Um, well, see, when Data was reaching into the bag of emotion chips, like they were just all broken up at the bottom, and it just there weren't it, just, it wasn't working. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. It, it, we're, we'll talk generations here in, in mere moments here, but in descent, you know, you have angry data or what, whatever. But because, like, was lore controlling data? In other words, like, was he? And we're going to have to use metaphors because we're talking positronics and things I don't understand, it, even though it's made up. Um, like, was he controlling mind controlling data, or was he like a drug controlling yeah. data yeah. and like altering because, his you know, state? Yeah, because we're going to talk about generations on, on wacky doodle data, but like, <laughs> didn't we get a taste of that in Descent? Because you know, emotion angry data is not the data we've known and love either. So was that just a preview of what emotional data, or at least crazy emotional data, could look like? Yeah, I mean, the way I looked at it was he was being manipulated through substance, so it, it was essentially a drug. Are you saying and, he was tempted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so I, point zero three seconds yeah well but that's kind of an eternity really <laughs> it was an episode um, and a half i watched <laughs> <laughs> um, all of masks so, you know yeah so it, descent is an interesting it, it's an interesting way of talking about this because it's almost meaningless because like in a lot of ways we see a lot of our characters oftentimes being taken over by something or whatever you know being influenced or there's a magical alien presence that controls their body like this is just to me it just feels like another like 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 an alien doing a power play on one of our characters (laughs) exactly (laughs) alien of the week doesn't like we're not we're not learning anything from data from this we're not even learning anything about emotions or the state of humanity we're uh, like it's just this is how the bad guy gains control and that's it. It's just a plot point. It's not. It's it doesn't anything deeper than that. So I just to me that's why I just almost like a non-issue. Just it flows right over my head, and I'm like, oh well, this is how he's controlling data, and like that's it. Though, and I don't know if this is a contradiction. So if data has an ethical subroutine, does lore? I don't know. Maybe that was one of the preventive me- measures that soon put into data. Um, because isn't um, <laughs> I, I like he like he's making lore just like him, and he's like done, and then like I forget the the <laughs> it goes wife horribly, or girlfriend horribly wrong. Well, well, I like the you know the girlfriend of the wife. I don't think she they were married. Maybe they were, but the 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 girl you know the wife's name was like or was like uh, uh Noonien, Um, did you put any ethics in him? He's like, why would I do that? 
<laughs> no, he's she's so in data. The hell she's the like, old block. oh god, he's killing everybody. <laughs> We're gonna put <laughs> ethics in the next one. She definitely, she definitely called him Noonie. Yeah, <laughs> Noonie, Noonie. <laughs> you know no, who that, else I, they called Noonie? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's silly though. I mean, that, I mean, if you're gonna create a robot super guy and uh, and build him and give him free will, it seems fairly first place thought in your head you know what we should do program him not to destroy everything Are you, you're like, saying there should be some sort of like laws like involving robots like, like maybe Thunian's 28 laws of robotics you know <laughs> <laughs> let's just keep it basic maybe there'll be three well and, considering lore killed his creator obviously they did not put that in lore <laughs> yeah he did and we never really I mean, addressed even that robocop couldn't kill like his creators i mean that was like hardwired <laughs> in <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, RoboCop was not. RoboCop was part human, so he was just a. Uh, he was the Spock. I mean, of- that's Directive Four. <laughs> Everyone knows Directive Four is you can't kill OCP personnel. I know. Did did you know? Was it Father? You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh but, goodness. Well, yeah, and and but to answer your your question, Philip, yeah, I think I think we've kind of agreed that. It was more like Data was on a drug or being, you know, just altered. Not like, you know, Laura's pushing a button and now Data does one thing. You know, it's like, no, Data's still making choices. He's still running his own program. It's just been corrupted, almost like a virus. Uh, yeah, because like, I guess, I, I, because again, I'm trying to remember. So, because Jordy was explaining, if I remember that, I guess Lore had turned off Data's ethical mm-hmm. subroutine and so well, by turning that on acupuncture even, yeah yeah it's by turning it or resetting it or whatever they did with magic um reverse uh, the it's polarity called, it's called science but we know what it is um you know uh geordie's magic um you know that actually i guess was it picard or troy who actually did like that was a group effort i think they rolled a, a combined role um using got the assist anyway, exactly so yeah so that, that was interesting okay so so we're about to wait, go wait 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 go ahead what were, like you're talking about when they did what? Oh, but that was when they used magic communicator in the force field and put oh, in, right, in right, to right, reset right. by Wi-Fi. Reverse the polarity, again. obviously. Again, because, like it's not like hey, data's right there. It's like I think data's in the block away, but I'm sure <laughs> by clicking this thing, it will reset it wherever he is. Uh, they 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 they've broken their Wi-Fi rule. The more we've talked hey, about, this. if Patrick Stewart can communicate with data from eighteen something, you know, then we can definitely reach him in the next room. Well, <sighs> they they do have a telepathic contact in first contact. We'll get to it. Um, so we have <laughs> exactly exactly. So uh, you know what? I know I said generations was next, but let's just let's just do a, a nod to all good things. Um. Did all good things, and this is a, a little question, I'm not just being rhetorical, did all good things explain why Data had emotions in that future? Or was it just like, Data's fine now in the future. He's he's human. He has all the cats. I'm trying to think <laughs> why they would need to physically say it. Because it's not like Picard would be like, Data, why are you using contractions? You know, it's like, Picard wouldn't... Jordy, where'd those eyes come from? You know, That's called exposition. Yeah, it's like, it would be really <laughs> dumb to just have tons of exposition. You where know, is Enterprise? Tr- where's Troy's body? 
the end the enterprise you mean that ship we served on for seven yeah. years oh yes <laughs> of looks like a bloody skunk you know how long has it been since you last <laughs> called me captain since we're all back on the enterprise oh yes that uh well he see jordy his eyes are like uh, aja's eyes and so he actually can pull up vast sums of stupid rhetorical information picard keeps asking him you know because he's like he's like okay uh the year uh this many years yeah but first things first there is no neutral zone remember oh that's right (laughs) yes you know i mean all good things what are we even talking about i'm totally (laughs) way off topic all good things is like what are these characters going to be like in 20 years? Where will we see them? So it didn't have to explain it to me because data has, if you look at season seven data and season one data, those are very different characters. Um, data has made a lot of growth and a lot of progress and, uh, you know, he's learned a tremendous amount. He's on open mic comedy. Um, yeah. everything. Yep. Yeah. And, and he's still experimenting, right? Uh, that was the first time that they saw him with the, the gray streak in his hair. So, you know, he's still, he's still exploring and still, still growing. He's not, he hasn't perfected himself by any means. But, oh, now he can use contractions. Now he can tell a joke and, and, and do all of these well, effectively, I should say. And, he, and he, uh, I would like to see how he interviews his housekeepers because apparently they do have to do a five-minute stand-up set I'm to make him laugh. you know, the scene from like Mary Poppins where they're interviewing the nannies and he's just all stuffy and they're like a line going out the door. And then he's like, the position's been filled. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, it's not like a, a perfect of what data wants to be, but he's closer. He's 20 years closer. He's had 20 years more of uh, time and, and experimentation and uh, learning and growing and, you know, Hey, we learned in uh, – I'm never going to remember that episode, <laughs> the dreaming episode where um, – Oh, I – oh, no. It was – that was – wasn't it um, part one? Um, Birthright? No, Birthright. Birth, is it Birthright yeah. part one? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so – It's the B-plot of Birthright basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was so, weird because part two is just war, <laughs> but part one, they're like, we only got half a story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Soon had hidden, hidden this dream program in, inside of Data for That's years. That's true. For That's true. Six, seven years. Who's to say that there's other triggers that he's going to mm. go through? And hey, maybe now that this thing's happened to you, Data, or whatever, now you now laughing is part of who you are. Now you can appreciate humor for some whatever. And that goes back so, to you know my my thought of of Soon intentionally making Data more childlike. And so yeah, of course he now he has these time release okay, you can handle this aspect of your program, whereas Lore probably got it all at the beginning, and we saw how that turned out. Yeah, and in, and I'm trying to remember, wasn't it for some reason like that dream program was activated prematurely? Yeah, like, he got zapped by the warp core because they were putting the new warp core in. Jordy, gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. Your lithium crystals are going to fracture. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to be conservative on paper. Uh, okay. All right. So, so you guys just basically know, know like all good things, and you, you didn't make like any explanation. Just like that's data's natural evolution. Yeah, yeah, I definitely didn't put the the. I definitely did not include the uh, the emotion chip in my head cannon. Okay, you're just you're just like because no, they they played uh, him well enough that you're like okay, this felt like a progression of of where he should be after that much time has passed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. 
awkward cough. We go to generations <laughs> um, where through reasons, hashtag, the emotion chip is now in a Pentium cover chip for some reason floating. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, we're just going to throw this. Okay. So there's a floaty emotion chip that is fixed. The Quaker Oat Square. Yep. Well, that's why it's different. He had to fix it. He had to put all these extra things on it. But it's not fixed. But it's fi- I, and and it's and functional. And, <laughs> and the reverse for me in Descent Part Two and Generations is that Descent Two ends with um, Data want to destroys it, and Jordy's like, no, 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 no. And then Generations, Data's like, I want to use it. And Jordy's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, <laughs> make a decision, make up your Jordy. Mind, the Forge. Get off the fence. <laughs> that's it. I'm gonna take my my uh, qualification test right now i am ordering you to crawl down that crawl space to your death <laughs> that's no, right i don't know one one little side effect of the visor that most people don't know is that it can actually see into the future so he knows what's about to happen to him he has the, if he he's gives like next he can see two minutes into the future <laughs> guys you just brought up a point i never thought about before and if in nemesis he's about to make first officer and get his official third full pip does that mean he's going to take the kill Jordy test? Because he's, he's not wearing the third one throughout Nemesis, so he hasn't done it yet. And then so wish Jordy shoots him out the airlock. Before Data got him. That was what happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, some really then, dark tones in Nemesis now. <laughs> well, see, it was like a mirror, um, too. Okay, um, but but okay. So just generations. Let's do this. So the emotion chip it gets put in his head, even though Jordy's like, I don't know. Uh, okay, um, and their data has all the emotions, so, which like you said, Darren. You know, Lore got everything at once. Data got everything at once too, and he's like, blah. Tricorder drinking. Like he just scared. got cable, and now he's got uh, all these channels. He just had the basic thirty. You know. <laughs> Basic area, area, local. Cut the broadcast. cable data. All you need is Netflix. <laughs> Maybe Amazon Prime. You know, the future you is apps. Okay, data. We're going to just <laughs> cut a lot of apps into you. I have one for word for you, data. Apps. <laughs> and so, some Wi Fi. Oh We're at least right. up to BGN right now. All right. So, Daniel, Mr. Tricorder, hit us with data in generations. You're, you're, I was thinking this when I was watching the movie. You're walking a fine line when you are writing one of your characters put, p- intentionally to be annoying. Like, intentionally. Like, that is their arc in the movie. He, he was supposed to be annoying because it was supposed to show that he's out of control. So they're writing him to be annoying, and they're trying to, they're trying to write him annoying to show that there's an issue, and then they're also trying to play that off for laughs. That's a lot when it's already a fine line between, well, if you're going to make a character annoying, guess what's going to happen to the audience? They're going to get annoyed. Like, that's just what's going to happen. So <laughs> they were pushing too much on that on that tiny little chip, even though it grew, you know, three sizes. <laughs> <laughs> it did. This movie. It did. It, it was did. way <laughs> bigger. <laughs> They're they're just they're pushing too much plot and too much onto it for the audience I think to to go for that ride and man generations oh we've talked about this before it's just like you can see the thought and you can see the ideas behind generations like you can see them right behind the movie and be like 
oh, I see what they were going for. Yeah, like, you were so close. Shit, <laughs> you right story. There. Out of danger. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's all, it, we're going to crash the ship. So, you know. F it. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, like, I think it gets a bad rap. Like, okay, the tricorder scene is tough to get through. Mi- oh, that's and a Mr. Tricorder to you, Daniel. Yeah, the Mr. Tricorder scene. Well, Ferengi can through. stay, but... <laughs> that whole scene's uh, tough. The drinking scene's okay. But we do get two really good moments out of it, to be fair, which is life forms, of course, <laughs> which is amazing. do 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 It's almost worth it just for it, that it, 10 it, seconds. It was, it's worth it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know... I think there's merit to the ending scene. I think it. it sh- right. It's- well, I, I would say also where Data's afraid, the scene yeah. where he's afraid and trying to oh, rescue yes. Jordy. Oh, I'm is sorry. A very I'm so sorry. One. Yes, the, the, when Picard and Data's scene is the best scene of the movie in stellar mm. cartography. Uh, I think stellar cartography was right next to the main shuttle bay, <laughs> uh, which is why we had never seen it before. Uh, but yeah, no, no, that scene is amazing <laughs> because it's 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 Stewart. F- firing in all cylinders and Spiner and like Picard being Picard and Data, you think like trying to deal with this. It's a, a really powerful scene. It's actually one of it's probably my favorite in the whole. So there, we do get some good out of it, but it's just like we could have done that another way. And uh, you know, and then in the next movie, which we'll talk about, it's just like nope, okay, it's fine now. <laughs> everything's fixed nope we've run out of time and that no no we, we will um yeah so darren i mean like so integration obviously in the last five minutes but but you know but data's sort of emotional journey haha ha. um in generations what what was your thoughts there yeah like to what daniel was saying about him being you know straddling that line between being annoying i could just see him like he could go another route and he just runs up to Picard in the uh, in 10 forward. He's like, Captain, 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 can we do poetry? You want to come to my poetry night? We're going to do poetry night tonight. It's going to be great. You want And then he's just like, Picard gives a little like nod and Crusher kind of walks up behind him and just goes, boo, and just turns him off. Uh, but, uh, uh, but yeah, but he didn't no, ask to be deactivated. <laughs> I no longer want these emotions. <laughs> you lost on board this ship and I require you to perform your duty that is an order commander he practically slapped him he's like Patton it's like his Patton moment <laughs> um, but yeah so no I think yeah I just just yeah reiterating everything Daniel said about you know wasted potential about you know the greatness of the stellar cartography scene cerebro I mean stellar cartography sorry <laughs> uh <laughs> And basically the same Stuart, thing. Do you like being in a in a room like this? Does it? Okay, I think I got. We have another thing we might want you to do. Uh, you can you can stay sitting the whole time. <laughs> it's going to be a piece of cake for you. You're not going to have any problems. It's just one of many threads in generations, and I think it's just almost one thread too many. Where it's like, does it really? Does it add to the overall? I don't know. It's just it's just generations. We just just do another generations follow up. Like you know just. Suddenly, insurrection ragged. isn't looking so bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and we are. But but well, and I'll throw this open to both of you because um, I know this. We could do this at the end of the episode. But let's just do it now. Should Data have ever gotten emotions? Uh, yes, like yeah. he got them in all good things, like we talked about. Like, yeah, but, but that's. I mean, I mean would we he, have seen that evolution? A, no, I think he, I agree with Dana. I don't think he needed a chip. 
I think it could have just been time. Like the time release yeah. formula is way better than the uh, pill. It, <laughs> is this well, limitless? That, like what are we doing? <laughs> no, it, it honestly, yes, it, we got a, the the taste of it and all good things. If they had left that element of Data's character alone for the movies, that would have been fine. Like then, maybe if he then, just like shown up with like you know like generations and first, com- I mean like all the movies obviously take you know there's years or or whatever in between each movie like literally and figuratively, but like you, like he just has emotions and they don't explain it. Well, no, no, no. I mean, no. You would just. It, I mean, it would be tough to write it this way, but it would be subtle. It would in the same way that it's subtle throughout the show, right? Like you watch us if you watch Data Lore and you watch descent i guess uh, descent's not a great example because he's not himself but you watch a season seven episode he's spiner spiner plays data differently data has gone through changes it's it's natural like uh, changes we, we just didn't need to see it we didn't need to just shove everything this is how data is like look 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 yeah. like we just didn't need this it just doesn't help anything yeah no that's true i think what we're say- it sounds like what we're saying is overall the character probably would have been better off not having an emotion chip plot, but instead just maybe more of like the dream sequence and then something else activates and then something else like it just progresses. Data, you've had the power to have emotions the entire time. You just had There's to believe no in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think the traveler would give that message. Oh. No, I think Data's too old. Um, so, <laughs> so in first contact, you might give it to Lol. Yeah, and, and so well, I mean, and also, let me just wrap the bow. So in generations, we sort of have the integrate, you know, the, the nice scene at the end with Spot, you know, and, and Counselor Troy, and you know, Data's like, oh, I think I've mastered him, and then he, you know, tears, and, and there you go. So is it through all your research data, you haven't figured out that sometimes people cry when they get <laughs> yeah, very see, emotional. You know. <laughs> it's like it must be. <laughs> broken it's like what, <laughs> what are you talking about data <laughs> you don't sleep you probably literally 24 7 just research emotion and other stuff like you, you didn't get to this chapter what was going on he, he sleeps now he's activated his dream program Maybe okay he now. okay they know this is the this is what they like to do with data sometimes is pretend he's an idiot sometimes it's like oh you have oh you have the memories of 40 1,400 colonists, but none of them ever cried for joy. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it was, okay. Look, it, they're really, look, once you're, once you're being told, told to <laughs> color pictures of the impending doom, there's not a lot of crying for <laughs> no, joy. No, what did you do, Daddy? <laughs> what the <laughs> No, hang That's on. going right Inside. on the refrigerator, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> for about a day. <laughs> and we're all dead. <laughs> In Silicon <laughs> Avatar, we have an express example of a character crying for joy for someone, and he knows he's very well aware. The Pirates of, it. of Silicon they, Avatar. They, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's oh, very okay. true. That isn't. There's a lot of examples where we see him, you know, experiencing emotion. It's like he doesn't record any of that in some backup memory and analyze it later to emulate. I don't know. It is Dropbox. <laughs> it's too full with uh, cat pictures. Yeah, that's he, well. He, he has, he, he's he's put it all up with you know Sherlock Holmes and uh, line supplement music, recipes. Yeah, poetry. <laughs> like it's like the Doctor yeah, in Voyager. Like he all this character stuff he's crapped up in there, and it's like, well, we can't. Anyway, 
Um, so, you know, first contact, you know, um, apparently he's now mastered the, the emotion has evolved magically with an <laughs> off button. So that happened. <laughs> but but he needed to activate his lore facial twitch to get it to turn off. The boop. <laughs> that's the soon method. That's yeah. that's that's all the soon models has that. So so if someone's like, Data, look over there, he's like, Oh sorry, now I can't feel anything. <laughs> now I feel happy. Now or I morose. Feel happy. I'm scared now. <laughs> um and so of course i mean that was i guess for the plot point of just the boar queen to activate it at the end yeah, wait now i'm picturing when when picard's you know saying data i envy you we just flash back to like a montage of all the times data's had an emotion chip before and just how terrible it's been just feeling angry and killing people and throwing people and then picard just like actually no i don't i don't yeah i'm good i'm good <laughs> i was just thinking like a montage of all the times data's turned it off like he's like sad you know he has like eight million chocolate sundays and he's like Burp. oh yeah. okay what are we doing now i'm good she's like i can't stop eating it's so <laughs> delicious <laughs> So, like, I mean, like, yeah, again, we're thinking way too much than obviously the writers did. But, um, which, first conduct, great movie, but this part's silly. Um, you know, would the emotion ship have an on and off button? Like, I feel like if Soon made that for legit, we'd be like, no, it's integrated. There's no off button. In fact, because generations it overdid his neural net or whatever and fused or whatever, but now it has an off button. Maybe have like a. Did Commander Maddox between generations oh, and first contact develop an on off button? Uh, by now, he's probably Captain Maddox. But, You're right. Uh, You're right. Well, I would think it'd be more of like a... No, he's a blue shirt. It's Commander. Like style. a capacitor, you know, so it's got, you know, maybe like a with some flux in it uh, to keep... <laughs> so if Data travels faster... <laughs> he travels through time in this, in this movie. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not- <laughs> but... Um, but no, like it, like it, like a circuit breaker where it, like it capacitates up with emotion, and then if it gets too high, it trips, and then he like to protect his higher brain functions. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do if I was sure. cyberneticist. Right. Well, well let's ask the blue shirt here. Does that make sense? <laughs> blue shirt. Yeah, that, I mean, whatever, whatever, <laughs> uh, whatever. At this point, I'm just I'm over caring <laughs> like like we've talked about this in our first contact episode and other times and i've said before i think this is the the really the only bad part of this movie not bad i shouldn't say bad it's the weakest part of this movie is this data borg queen blarg 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 i mean the borg queen as a concept is blargy blarg and then you got this whole thing which is blargy blarg and then they're doing together yeah, so it's double blarg. <laughs> <laughs> well, well justice scalia thank you um, the emotion chip <laughs> is Argle Bargle and applesauce. So it, it's <laughs> it's Waylink, just, you know, Waylink. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's just like and I guess and let's just go ahead and fast forward. In insurrection, it's now removable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can we just admit that they just they just mucked <laughs> yeah, data yeah. up in, in the movies? They just yep. they really just didn't get data at all. Listener, just go back just, to the beginning of this episode and just computer delete program. Just just, just <laughs> no, there's no motion chip. Just forget. And it. let's just do this. Nemesis never mentioned at all. Yeah. Well, they were too busy. You know, killing them. Right. 
killing him and then introducing his baby I brother. I thought in a deleted scene he put the emotion chip in in lore and before whatever his name is. And he said, "Remember, remember me. <laughs> you are in a space warp bubble. Remember me." <laughs> well, it's just well, they, and let's you just, know, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say maybe Data is too subtle of a character. It, it it would take too much time out of a movie to really delve for Data. So what they would do is like, you know, Data was the most – he was a lot like Spock. When he gained so much popularity, people loved him. The, you know, he was going to be ma- a major player in the movies. And so Brent was like, let's do all this crazy <laughs> stuff. And I don't think I, – I don't blame Brent for this, honestly. I, I'm kidding. But, um, you know – they were just like, let's do crazy stuff with Data. And I think the strength of the character of Data comes from the subtlety that he plays. Like, from episodes like The Offspring and episodes like uh, Measure of a Man. Like, when Data like shows him... And pen pen, oh, I, mean, I mean, his childlike wonder. No, 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 you're right. You know, no, you're, like, right. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, I'm not saying it's a great episode. I'm just saying. No, no, I know. I, I, no, I t- <laughs> I totally I totally agree and and while well even during the show we did get fun episode fun data episodes that were more bombastic like uh the western one oh my goodness a fistful of datas it's got data's but, name like, in the title daniel <laughs> <laughs> but but also think of compare a fistful of datas which is how the movies handled with data, a few datas more with Data's Day, which is how the show handled Data mm. most of the time. That's very, that's very. And astute. I think that's the difference. Like the the movies were just like, no, we need to go big, we need to make it crazy. Whereas like Data's Day is something like this is like a reflection of his character. This is where we're gonna like spend time with him. Nothing create the universe isn't ending. We're gonna learn something about him through his interactions with other people. We don't need to force craziness upon him we don't need to in the in generations it's forcing his father's got enough of all, that <laughs> all these emotions on him in first contact it's forcing sexuality upon him like and then like we mentioned insurrection and nemesis kind of sidestep it for the most part but that's because they're busy killing him in the last movie <laughs> and insurrection they're busy mind you know brainwashing him where he's not even data for a good chunk of that movie yeah, so, in, in fact, there's the uh, new uh, book coming out about Nemesis by Bill O'Reilly called Killing Data. Um, <laughs> that would actually be really awesome. That would be so much fun to read. <laughs> I mean, and just to, I mean, I want you to keep keep uh, on your point, but like, it, I, I just want to insert like so. Like, it seems to me where we have generations with the ending, right? First contact, really, just the little scene. You know, um, are you afraid? No, I'm not. And blah blah. Now we're making out. Um, but both Insurrection and Nemesis. It's almost data reset. Like I don't see any emotions in data in either insurrection nor nemesis. It's just like, yeah, forget that. We're television data. We're we're doing that. I speak for all of us when I say to beep with our orders. It's like, oh, data <laughs> swore <Swerve>. again, <laughs> again. again. He oh, bleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just it's just it's just too bad. I just. I feel like he gets the joke. I mean, he was a funny character on the show. He had a lot of humor, but like he's reduced to that. He's reduced to the trailer guy, the trailer line guy in, in, a world in the movies where data has emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Life 
One man can can <laughs> totally take out the entire ship with blue alert in twenty seconds. <laughs> but yeah, because it just did seem to me. And I know I'm repeating myself, but it, just, it seemed like okay, if you're going to have data be emotional and and you know, like y'all are saying, with all good things to have that evolution. But in insurrection, which I know insurrection was like, oh, he's being a child. But he, he to me was, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. I don't know if y'all do. But like, I, you know, but still, he wasn't like. There was no emotion. There was no. It was just data, like TV series data. What, what, what happened to first contact and generations data? And then like Nemesis is just like, like there's no emotional response to finding before. You know, if we're going to do this, let's do it, okay? Um, you know, he doesn't, like, cry at Troy's wedding or something. You know, like, something. Give me he something. He was nervous about his speech, okay? I, I mean... Yes. You know, he has a little joke with Picard, but, like, there's no emotion at all. That's true. They're playing him pre-chip, even though he's post-chip. Unless he removed it. Again, maybe he... Maybe he maybe he lost it. Maybe Spot ate it. That's my fanon. You know cats. They get into everything. I say... It is sleeping, and Spot crawls open his, you know, forehead, and eats his emotion <laughs> chip. <laughs> you know how no, cat will wake you cat. up? And, and when they, like... He, when he, like... When, when Spot, he or her... This is probably Spot 3, by the way, um, by Nemesis. But, like, you know, just batted... Right, you know, just keep replacing him... <laughs> Yeah, and opened up the like his head there, and it just like was. What it is is when is data uh, data androids have um, kind of a, like a similar thing to Pon Far, right? So uh, in season one, data fulfilled his android Far Pon Farness, and then in first contact, he got his. Um, that was uh, seven years, wasn't it? His positronic wiggles. So he then removed the emotion chip because he didn't need them for another seven years. So that's what it was. Yeah. All right, no, that would have been more than seven years because. So you're saying was... the emotion chip is his mojo and he has to plug it in every seven years? I would love for him to be like, I have lost my mojo, sir. <laughs> well, did your cat eat it? <laughs> you know what? We're going to fish data. Fish just don't eat anything. You're going to go on the record? <laughs> Dr. Evil, better villain than Shinzon. I would have watched. Oh. Well, Dr. Evil is an amazing villain, so I actually I will grant you that. <laughs> I have stolen Data's mojo. <laughs> Speaking of character <laughs> actors who play multiple characters within a single movie. <laughs> Well, oh, so he would have like he would have the anti-spot. And, and the Nemesis would end with a fight between number 1 and number 2. <laughs> Who are you? Are you clamoring for, for the, the <laughs> for the Austin Powers slash Star Trek crossover? Look, Brent Spiner versus versus Mike Myers. Are you telling me you don't want to see that character <laughs> off? Yeah. How many no, characters can you sure. play? No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh man. Like, can you not see Brent Spiner doing Fat Bastard? That's all I'm asking. So. <laughs> He would, oh my god, Brent would kill for that. He would love... I'm surprised he never put on a fat suit. I can't... I'm, I, in fact, in, in retros, in hindsight, I, he never well, put that he's on. Not I, that's my dead mind. yet. I mean, he could still play roles. I'm just <laughs> No, but I'm I mean, like, saying. in Star Trek. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, Brent Spiner's fat suit is not... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but, Episode but, title. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, but you know, we haven't talked a while, so we, we can wrap this up here. So, 
So the emotion chip in general and in Data's emotions in, in specifically. So I'll, I'll talk for a second and I'll throw it all to y'all here. Um, yeah, you know, Daniel brought up my phrase I'll use often on here, wish fulfillment. Um, you know, because it, it's a battle for me. Because it's that whole sort of like fan thing of like, we don't ever want our characters to change. We love our characters. They should always be the same. And then it's like, well, no, you know, they characterizations need to happen. People need to change and challenge themselves and grow and all that. So, you know, I can't sit here and say, like, Data should have stayed the same. Um, because as, as y'all have said, he he didn't um, just through experiences, right? Data is, is always experiencing in, you know, every episode or season or whatever. It's, you know, I'm having children or I'm meeting my mother or my father or my grandfather or my third cousin once removed or whatever. Um, but, but you know, even specific things, you know, whether it's learning how to, you know, lie or massage the truth and that you can't be intellectual and and just all these things, and um, you know, the sedate is always growing. But but the emotion chip, you know, was that a cheat? Um, and was that a cheat they should have used? I, I don't know. And I, I, I mean, I'm one of those things. I kind of agree with what y'all said. I don't need to see data with emotions at once. I mean, an evolution to use an episode title um, would have been would have been maybe more interesting. Um, so the emotion chip. On a scale, and we're not doing ratings, but anyway, the emotion chip, I, I don't know if, if, if we would call it a success. Um, but, you know, so, so I don't know. Darren, what, what are your final thoughts here? On a scale here? of before to lore, how crazy <laughs> is this idea to put emotions in an android? And B4 did not have an emotion chip that I could tell. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's, the, yeah. he's the blank slate. Uh, I feel happy. Um, what d- is happy? <laughs> Data? <laughs> Um, (laughs) yeah no i think i i I reiterate what we've kind of been saying where i agree where data just progressing kind of through checkpoints i think would have been a better you know use of that than here's a chip a magic pill that's gonna jack up your character and just be really careful with it will make you taller some chips will make you smaller this is alice in wonderland uh through the looking glass uh, wait, that's a different episode. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I never really thought that much about Data's emotionship, but now that I think about it, maybe not, would not have been the best uh, choice for the direction to take the character. And Daniel, our resident blue shirt. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's it's inoffensive during the show's run. I what think is it's... he, Daniel? What is he? <laughs> <laughs> He's met three of your criteria. I mean, two of the. I beat. Oh, sorry. Can I? Can I do that over again, Your Honor? And in fact, it would kind of be like a nice little wrap up if, at the end of Descent, he does destroy the chip. Uh, and and in fact, I actually think now, just thinking about it out loud, like it would actually kind of be an emotional triumph or like an important kind of development for Data to say, "No, no, no. I don't need this. I can do this." On my own, I'll I'll figure this out. This has caused too many problems already, and now I can, I'll do what I can do, you know, as much as I can do, whatever. So that would actually be a, probably a more interesting wrap up to that storyline. So as far as the show's concerned, it's fine. I just the idea that the movies have to fundamentally shift one of our favorite characters, like like literally, like night and day. Like imagine. Even in All Good Things, which is supposed to take 20 years in the future, uh, where we're supposed to see this giant different data, he's still not as crazy as he is in Generations. 
So, like, the fact that they have to take one of our favorite characters and change them on such a large scale into the movies, and a lot of people have a slightly less, maybe, uh, obvious, but but just as big of a problem with Picard, which maybe we'll talk about someday. Uh, but it, it's just, I, man, why do we have to go down that path? There's so many other way, ways we could have explored Data's character um, and kept true to what he who he was and what he was doing and what he was going through. So, yeah, I take it or leave it for sure. I mean, take it. It's fine for the show. Leave it for the movies. Well, well it is removable. But um, the emotion chip is not the only thing we've been talking about this week. Here's a look at what other Trek topics we've been talking about here on the network. Previously on Trek.fm, Standard Orbit. Is there that awkward part like, near the end where he's like walking back to his shuttle like, so will this take me back, or...? <laughs> you said it wasn't very fast. Can I go fast enough to slingshot around the sun? Can we slingshot the Dyson Sphere? Because that's basically a sun. Earl Grey. Yeah, really, she's following the Hasbrat, I think, is really what it is. <laughs> Come for the revolution, stay for the Hasbrat. It's got to be fresh Hasbrat. None of that replicates. Like, Daniel's, like, at the watching the end of this episode, like, tears are coming down the face. It's like, no, oh, it's the Hasbrat. It's so spicy. It's what it is. <laughs> the Orb. Well, apparently, and did you find this interesting, Matthew? Apparently, the Navark reports directly to the prophets. Which is awkward, because they don't always show up for meetings, so... Right. Yeah. Plus, you never know what time the meeting is really going to be, right? That is true. It could have been yesterday, and you might have missed it. The Ready Room. Do you think this episode would have been so popular and remain a fan favorite if the Enterprise had been overrun with zebra mussels? <laughs> to the journey! The crew attempts to rescue three aliens in stasis from a bizarre program based on fear. Like all fear, you eventually vanish. Warp 5. It kind of like is akin to um, when fans saw the Galaxy class in The Next Generation for the very first time. And you had a, basically a crew and civilian complement of, what, over a thousand people? About two-thirds of that complement were civilians and their families so you actually did have teachers and scholars and scientists and their extended families on board commentary trek stars one of the things that amazes me about the score for star trek the motion picture is that he he only had 50 percent of the movie available to him when he scored so he he was scoring an awful lot to scene missing scene missing the 602 club where did he get the cloak from on the other planet? I really, really, really want to know. He shows up uh, with the he, cloak. He, he, he kind of fashioned it out of out of a rudimentary lathe. Uh. <laughs> Literary treks. It's a small point, but I thought it was really interesting to have here in the book because, again, that's what Star Trek Deep Space Nine has really always done for Star Trek, which is kind of make faith okay in the Star Trek universe and show how it's valid. And so I thought that was a really nice... Uh, and it, again, it's a it's a tiny point in the book, but I thought it was pretty powerful, at least for me, who is somebody who is a faith. So. Mm-hmm. Axanar, the official podcast. It is the spirit of TOS that matters that's being captured, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the aesthetic. The aesthetic was 1966 to 1969 that had its moment, it had its time. And there's a certain amount of charm still to that 
but it doesn't allow you to push the narrative forward because that type of aesthetic holds creativity back, in my opinion. Women at Warp. And we have her to thank for the fact that Deanna Troy only has two breasts. Yes, thank you. Thank you, DC Fontana, for sparing us from a three-breasted Troy. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. So check out these shows to get in on the Daily Trek Talk. You'll find them in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Windows Podcast Directory for Xbox and Zoom. Visit the Trek.fm website for the full Trek experience. You can view our podcast directory to stream the audio from all of our shows. If you would like to contact us, just go to trek.fm slash contact. From there, choose Message to a Trek FM Show and select Earl Grey. These messages will be relayed by Starfleet to the three of us. In social media, you'll find us on facebook.com slash trek.fm or join our Facebook listener discussion group called The Babel Conference. Find it by searching The Babel Conference on Facebook. Now let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week, audible.com. Audible is a great way for you to read all the books you've always wanted to read but never thought you'd have time for. This is the premier source for audiobooks with more than 150,000 titles to choose from and new titles coming every week. From classics to current bestsellers and even some of the most famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive, Federation, and Spock's World, Audible has something for everyone. Now, as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a 30-day trial to see just how great Audible is. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. Just go to audibletrial.com slash trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash trekfm, and we thank Audible for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. There's one more way you can directly help us to keep Earl Grey coming to you each and every week, and that's through becoming a patron of Trek FM. By visiting patreon.com slash trekfm, you can choose among various pledge levels and receive rewards for becoming a Trek FM patron. These rewards let you inside the observation lounge of our network and make it possible for us to distribute all our great content. So please become a patron and visit patreon.com slash trekfm today. All right, Darren, if folks want to talk to you about how many cats you own, how can they reach you on the internet? (laughs) Cats I own. Well, I'm still not sure if I have a boy cat or a girl cat. I'm sure someday Deanna will tell me about it, but... They can find me on Twitter under username Dr. Sci-Fi. That's D-R-S-C-I-F-I. And Daniel, if people want to ask you about how many siblings you really have, where can they find you on the interweb? <laughs> uh, they can find me at 1UpDan. That is the number one, as in the only sibling that counts. All right. And if folks want to talk to me about why I've turned my hair this color, they can reach me on Twitter. My handle there is NC Public Servant. That's NC for no chip. I think it adds an air of distinction, Philip. Yeah, I, I went with, <laughs> with uh, you know, I could have gone with gray or black. I just went with clear. Oh, I thought I it was all that. gray with a, with a quarter of red. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's it's shades of clear. Yeah, transparent is what I was going for. There. Transparent um, aluminum? <laughs> I'm trying. All right, guys. Well, um, all this talk about an emotion chip. Um, I think I'm going to go maybe try um, a party chip because it's time to start the party around here. <laughs> so, um, Oh, great. Not uh, brought to you by Tostitos. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll go check on that sponsor. Until then, make it so. Live long and prosper. Engage. Fire. <laughs>